0: They do have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry! Way downtown! Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! With six-tenths of a second remaining! The brilliant shooting of Stephen Curry continues! Stephen Curry is the greatest shooter of all time. There is no doubt about it. His volume and efficiency is unmatched to a point where he completely shifted the course of the entire National Basketball Association forever. Today, we look at one of his biggest and best shots. So, let's get into it. It's February 27, 2016. The 52-5 Golden State Warriors are well on their way to holding the greatest regular season record of all time. So far, they have destroyed any competition that has stood in its way. Yet here they are, down by three, with only seconds to go in a crucial game against rivals Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook and the Oklahoma City Thunder. With the record they are chasing on the line... The reigning MVP is handed the ball and told to achieve somewhat of a rarity in this season which holds so much dominance. What will Steph do? Will he crash or splash? To explain this moment, we must look back, back to where it all started. With the 7th pick in the 2009 NBA Draft, the Golden State Warriors select Stephen Curry from Davidson College. That's where it all started. June 25, 2009. On a cold New York night, Stephen Curry was drafted to the Golden State Warriors. It was clear the kid could shoot the lights out, but the question marks surrounding him were monumental. The man commanded some scathing reviews of his outlook in the NBA. A quote from a head NBA scout said, Stefan's explosiveness and athleticism are below standard, he is not a great finisher around the basket, he needs to considerably improve as a ball handler, he often struggles against physical defenders, he must develop as a point guard to make it in the league. And if that wasn't enough, the scout continued in saying he will not have success at this level do not rely on him to run your team and hey maybe for a little bit in the beginning of his career they were half right in his rookie season Steph averaged 17.5 points per game six assists and 4.9 rebounds an undisputedly solid season where he showed his all-star potential on the regular even dropping 42 points against Portland On April the 14th, 2010. He kept this up his sophomore season too, increasing his averages to 18.6 points per game, 6 assists and 5 rebounds. But this, this is when the alarm bells started to ring. In December of 2010, Steph rolled his ankle. No biggie, right? Well, this incident happened all on its own. He just took a step and his ankle gave way, from right underneath him. It was only a sprain in the end, but it was endemic of a bigger problem. In the 2011-2012 season, Steph only played 26 games. Albeit this was a lockout shortened season, but still, this was way less than half of the year. A similar situation occurred in the 2012 2013 NBA season. He tweaked his ankles many times and it seemed as though his time in the NBA was limited. Not for a lack of talent, but just the fact his legs didn't seem like they could hold him up for much longer. It was at this point those pre-draft scouting calls really rung true. Could Steph lead a team? Can you trust a man to be your number one guy, and carry a team if he can't even carry himself? After countless surgeries and procedures to strengthen his ankles, the situation came to a head in the 2012 season, where the Golden State Warriors offered Stephen Curry for all-NBA centre Andrew Bogut. At the time, this seemed like a gimme for the Warriors. They were getting one of the league's top big men, in return for a point guard who could barely stay healthy. The owner of the Bucks. Mark Lasley made a fateful decision, one that he would later come to regret by completely outlawing the trade. The risk for him was too high. Why would I give my best play away for what could possibly amount to nothing? The Warriors eventually made that Bogut trade though, but with one key change. Steph wasn't part of the deal, but star shooting guard Monte Ellis was. This move was ridiculed at the time, even within the Warriors' fan base. Why trade away your best player and trust some skinny kid with no ankles? Well, in the coming years, it was clear to see why. In the two years after this trade went through, Stephen Curry, the man who couldn't lead an NBA team, who couldn't be a number one guy in the league, Jumped over the 20 point per game barrier and became an all star in consecutive seasons. And this, this was just the beginning. Steph was here. No call that way. Curry flings the other way. And he got it! Curry splits the defense behind the back, fires a three. Oh, he puts it in! What a spectacular move! for that opening. Steps back. Crossover. Fires away. Wow! Another three from Curry! Curry for the lead. or not, just one year after his All-Star debut, he won MVP of the NBA. The Warriors, well, they also became the 2014-2015 NBA champs. In the space of three years, Steph was a nobody with broken ankles to the best player in the league, and this was just the beginning, because 2015 was the year. The year we remember, the year that Steph Curry etched his name into NBA folklore, into NBA history. This, of course, was his second MVP season. 30 points per game, 7 assists, 5 rebounds, 2 steals, all on 50, 40, 90 shooting splits. What made this season special was how efficient it was. Now, of course, Steve Nash won MVPs with those shooting splits, but he averaged 15 points per game. Steph, well, he was at 30, whilst taking 11, yes, 11 three-pointers a night. He ended up making 402 on the season. A record, of course. This sort of skill was unrivaled, which made him the first ever unanimous MVP of the NBA, and boy, did he deserve it. The face of the NBA was now a scrawny, undersized guard with dodgy ankles. You know, I think a lot of people don't understand how, how great his motor is. He never stops moving. Um, his ball handling, his ability to shoot the ball off the dribble and off the catch, and um, you know, it's um, is uncanny. I don't think there's ever been a guy in our league to be able to shoot the ball as well as he does um, off the dribble or off the catch, off the ball. And, um, you know, he just creates so many different matchup problems for your defense, and you always have to be aware of them. How do you slow him down? The do same way you slow me down. Well, you, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is all-time legend of the game and current rival LeBron James speaking on the greatness of Steph. By now in Steph's story, we are all caught up to where we were at the beginning of the podcast. And you may have realised that I've mentioned Steph's MVP in the 2015-16 season, but not yet what happened with his team as the league bowed down to Steph Curry, they also bowed down to his team. And on the 27th of February, 2016, the Golden State Warriors had a league best record of 52-5. and Their goal of becoming the greatest team in history was well within reach. Perhaps their biggest threat to this was the OKC Thunder, led by Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. This duo threatened the Warriors' greatness because of how great they were themselves. A win here for the Warriors would prove not only vital in their search to break the 98 Bulls 72 and 10 regular season record, but also to impose themselves against their biggest rivals. And as would be expected in a game of this stature, the affair was close, but only just. Oklahoma City led for 51 minutes of the game. Golden State, only 29 seconds. To Steph, all that mattered was that 30 seconds. And in overtime, he sought to bring this to fruition through sheer force of will. With the scores level at 118 all, with 5 seconds remaining in the period, the MVP is handed the ball at 3 quarter court. He takes 3 dribbles, yes, only 3, and pulls up on a dime just behind the OKC Thunder logo. If he misses, he has wasted an opportunity. And the negative noise that has surrounded him his entire career will become louder. If he makes it, he is a genius and undoubtedly the MVP. For a regular season game, this meant so much. There was so much pressure to keep achieving. Would Steph make the shot? Would he splash or crash? well why don't you listen for yourself they do have a timeout decide not to use it curry way down bang! bang! oh what a shot from curry with six tenths of a second remaining the brilliant shooting of stephen curry continues and he ties the nba record with his 12th three-pointer of the game The shot heard around the world. That's what they call it. It isn't too hard to see why. Steph finished with 46 points on the night, one of his greatest ever performances. The Warriors? Well, they did reach their goal. They won 73 games. They beat the Bulls. It's official number 73. The greatest regular season in NBA history now belongs to the 2016 Golden State Warriors. Although achieving the unthinkable, the Warriors ended up succumbing to the might of LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers in the NBA Finals. And although they came up short, what they did was incredible nonetheless the team and individual records broken by Steph and his men will forever be legendary. The ripple effects of this season were felt for years after. Just look at Kevin Durant joining Golden State. That was a direct effect of the Warriors beating the Thunder in the Western Conference Finals. No matter the loss, it was all led by one man. Steph Curry. I wonder how those draft scouts are feeling now. For someone who was told he couldn't lead a team or be effective in this league at all, I think he's done alright for himself. Of course, hindsight is 2020, and no one could have accurately predicted this meteoric rise to superstar them for Steph. But you have to look back to that draft, and ask yourself, how did he fall so far? Why did Minnesota draft two point guards ahead of him? Why wasn't a 26 point per game season in college enough for the man out of Davidson? Well Steph, he puts it pretty simply, he says, If you don't fall, how are you going to know what getting up is like? And that's poetic. That describes the career of Stephen Curry perfectly. He's been knocked down time after time after time. Received hate after hate after hate. And despite all of that, he still gets up. He still tries his hardest. He still etches his name into NBA history. Because that's what all-time legends do. And I don't think Steph gets called that enough. For he is truly an all-time legend in the NBA. And we better appreciate him while he's still playing. I hope you guys are enjoying the episode so far. This is The Maddie B Show, coming from Spotify, Apple, Google, Deezer, and Wooshka. If you have any questions that you would like answered on the podcast, make sure you send them in to Podcast at gmail.com. Make sure to follow me on Facebook, The Maddie B Show. Make sure to also follow me on Instagram. Maddie B. Show there as well. I'd love to see the support grow. It would be great to see. But with that being said, let's head in to the rest of today's episode. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this latest episode of the Matty B Show. I wanted to do something a little bit special for you guys, seeing as though I missed a a week or two there. And I mean, this is the sort of episode that I was talking about earlier in the year when I was looking at goal setting. I want to be able to create these immersive stories off simply even the smallest occurrences. I mean, I based this entire episode off one three-point attempt that Steph Curry made in the middle of one of his seasons. And, you know, from there, I developed the story and hopefully made it a, um, a pretty enjoyable experience for everyone to listen to. So this is definitely something that I really want to continue on doing. Um, I can't do these every week. <laughs> They're a little bit of work, but this is definitely something that I, I think I can really thrive with and really do well in the future um and you know i pr- appreciate any feedback that you guys would have for me with this because well this is the first one that i've made i'd love to hear you guys have any tips pointers or anything you would like me to create an episode like this about i mean today's uh you know episode or the the, the meat or the content of the episode was only around 18 minutes today but you know i feel as though i can pump that up if needed to be um, depending on the moment in history I'm looking at, depending on, uh, you know, whatever I am creating the episode on, I feel like, you know, the, I can make a longer episode if need be, but I felt, you know, a nice, easy one to kind of introduce you all to this, um, this medium, this sort of episode would be really cool because this is something I'm, I'm very happy with at the moment, you know, I'm loving it and, you know, hopefully it is something that I get to do. A ton more in the future now whenever i release an episode like this don't expect me at the end having a yarn to you guys like i am now this is just because it's the first one and i want to you know engage with you guys and see how we're feeling but um make sure you you send in some feedback for me because i would really appreciate that and i know we've got a shorter episode today but i feel as though you know, there is a lot crammed in and, you know, it's a a, a very important one for me. It's definitely something that I would like to do in the future, make it a bit of a series and uh, I guess we'll just see where we're going from here. Um, So, thank you everyone for listening to this special edition of The Matty B Show. Hopefully you guys really enjoyed it because i have really enjoyed making it this has been a lot of fun and you know this is the reason why i have a podcast because i want to be creative and make things just like this so uh, i'll see you all next week for a brand new episode episode 16 of the maddie b show so i hope you have a great week and i'll see and talk to you all then